Morning, Bruce. I, I would venture to say that uh, in their life, every person at some point or another will experience back pain. Yeah, it's almost inevitable. Oh. Uh, the, the vast majority, uh, about 80% or so of people will have some form of, of serious back pain in the course of their life. And, and you can't sleep uh, right. Yeah, they're just in, in every moment it bothers you. And, and the people who have serious back pain, as you mentioned, Greg, up until now, if it was something that really had to be checked out, had to be on a waiting list for an MRI, it seems. Um, you've got something new here that you've been working on, a kind of a twin control study that has to do with seismic technology. Can you explain how this works, Greg? <laughs> yeah, you know, in Alberta, everyone gets the seismic thing, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, people have been putting vibration into objects for a long time to see if, if it reveals things that they just can't see normally. So we put vibration in the ground to find out where oil is. We even put vibration into planes and the space shuttle to see if there's cracks or other things we just normally wouldn't find. So we thought maybe we could use this approach, this kind of technology, for, for better finding problems in a mechanical structure in the body, like the spine. What, what kind of things, what does it zero in on? What do you find with this technology? Well, we've done some studies in the past with cadaver work where we were able to create specific injuries of our own, various kinds of problems, and the technology was able to not only show if there was a problem present, but where it was located and what kind of problem, so that these vibrations that we get back from the spine, they're almost like fingerprints, and they're turning out to be different for different kinds of problems. So obviously then, when you can find out what the problem is, where it is, then you, you've got a handle on how to treat it, I would guess, Greg. Well, yeah, that's a little ways off yet. Okay. Uh, we'll have to match, you know, which of these fingerprints uh, have the best match of treatment, and, and we'll have to get to that point yet before we can make those matches most effectively. But the research has started. You're on the way, and I understand it's been written up in, uh, in Nature Scientific Reports, too. Yeah, it just came out today. We're really happy with this. It's uh, it's sort of a new area in that uh, we don't usually have technology to help us diagnose back problems. It's it's very much a trial and error and, and more or less an art form. We don't have the blood tests and the things that other, uh, other conditions have. So we're hoping that this fills in a gap where MRI might give us a good picture of how the spine looks. This technology tells us how the spine is working. How many people do you have working on your team, Greg? Oh, uh, right here at the U of A, yeah. we have about five students and okay. a, a number of good colleagues. But around the world, we have uh, a number of, of colleagues that we work with. And in this case, we used uh, good friends in Denmark because Denmark has the biggest and oldest twin registry in the world. Oh, so you used twins then to see how it's a comparative study then, I guess, did you? Is that how it worked? Yeah, what we did is, you know, ever since like the late 1800s, Denmark has been recording who's been born as a twin. And I think since like 1966, they have a record of every twin in the country. And they keep sending them all these surveys and things about smoking or lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And when they had a chance to jump on this study, they were really excited because they don't get to do a lot of physical measures. They just kind of fill things out that come in the mail. So... We found a bunch of twins that are what you'd expect, same kind of job, same kind of person. But there are some twins who, you know, one of them has something go wrong. Uh, some things do happen uh, genetically with twins that sometimes make them different. Sometimes some have an accident or, or an injury. And we looked at the signals, the vibration signals in these different pairs. And the twins who were the same kind of twins, the signals were exactly the same.
But in the twins where one had had a problem, the signals were vastly oh. different. So this was our, our sanity check study to really make sure that when we went forward with our human trials, the technology was doing what we supposed it was doing. Well, we've run out of time, Greg, but honestly, I'm, I'm glad you're making some headway here. We'll continue to follow your studies, and uh, if you're a twin in Denmark, you'll always have work. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. Thank you. You too, Greg. Thank Bye. you.